This episode is all about being present, which I feel like is so hard to do in just like the world we live in because we don't really get a spare moment to do anything, like to keep up with work and things at home and just life in general. I feel like you really have to make a conscious decision to be present. So we're going to talk about just all of that in this episode, but I want to give you a little recap of like where I am in life right now. I'm actually looking out my window at a huge tree outside of our house that's on the ground. And I know in the last episode, I told you guys we didn't have power and it was coming back, which it came back, which is incredible. Then we lost it again because this tree um, from our neighbor, it's still kind of in our yard and I haven't really like shared it on like social media or anything yet just because it is a massive tree and it hasn't been removed so I don't really want to like share it and have people like know where I live but I feel like this community is like a small close-knit like bestie vibe so you guys are the only ones who know about this massive tree that's in my yard. The thing about adulthood though that I feel like I'm learning is that like there is no guidebook for how to do anything. So when you need to figure out how to fix something in your house or just like, I don't know, do something you've never done, you kind of have to figure out on your own. So my lovely husband yesterday was just spending literally five hours cutting up this tree and like getting it removed. And there's obviously large parts of the tree that aren't cut up because he is not like a tree removal person. So there are certain parts he can't get to. But with that, I feel like we've been learning a lot about just like adulthood. I feel like sometimes I immediately want to just like crawl back to my parents and be like, help, tell me like what I need to do, like who I need to call. Cause when you're a kid, they kind of take care of everything for you. So I want to remind you, I guess, just by sharing that story that like there really is no time in your life where you feel like you have everything all together. Like I will be 31 this year and I still feel very often like I don't know what I'm doing. And I feel like most people are just like that. And we all kind of just wing it together. So don't feel like you're behind in life or like you don't have anything figured out or like you're not adult enough or whatever, because I promise you everyone else at any age range is feeling the exact same way because we really are all just figuring out this thing called life together. So that's kind of just like a little update. It seemed like most of you guys liked whenever I gave a little update before um, we like really got into the episode. We are taking a trip to Germany and Italy, which you guys, again, I think are the very first friendships I've shared our trip with. I think over on Instagram, they know about like the Germany trip, but for um, my anniversary gift, Brady, he like planned this huge, beautiful, incredible, exciting trip to Venice, Italy. So we're going there and I never want to take traveling for granted because I don't know, when I was younger, I always wanted to travel so much and I feel so grateful that not only are we in a good position financially and where God has blessed us to be able to do that. I feel so grateful that I have a partner who wants to travel with me and then I have a partner who I enjoy traveling with. So those are things that I definitely am feeling so incredibly grateful for, just especially since we just got back from Mexico and now literally like a week later, we're taking another trip. 
But with that, I will say our Mexico trip was the first like week long trip that we've taken since last summer. So a year almost to date. And after we go on this trip to Germany and to Italy, we won't be taking like another long trip for a really long time. So we'll be at home. And one thing I really want to do for the rest of the summer is just like really soak up my town. There's so many things that I want to do here. And I'm actually thinking about starting like a little series about like the things that I'm loving about my hometown, maybe over on TikTok or Instagram, I'm not really sure, but I feel like it's easy to like, I don't know, feel like you need to travel to enjoy life and you definitely do not need to travel or go anywhere new. You can definitely enjoy life where you are. Like I went to a little, um, what is it called? A flower farm with my friend Taylor on Saturday and it was so much fun. It's only like I think like 19, 20 minutes from my house. So we were pretty close or maybe like 25 minutes, but it was really close to my house and they just opened for the season on the 7th. But I had no idea that this wasn't their first year that they opened. They actually were open last summer too. And I heard about them from like someone that shared their um, like farm on social media. They just shared that they went and enjoyed it. And that was a huge reminder for me that like there are always things to explore in your town no matter how big or small it is like i grew up in a town of fifteen thousand people and i moved to the next town over which is where we are now which is about like eight to ten minutes from the old town i grew up in so it's really not that far but it is a different town and the town i'm in now has about a hundred thousand people and I feel like for some that's big and for others, like people who live in Chicago where there's like 3 million people, this is small. But no matter where you live, like my husband grew up in a town of 600 people. He still found so many like incredible things about the town that he lived in. And I feel like for anywhere anyone lives, there's always something new to explore, whether it's like a park or just... I don't know, a new like activity or event or I don't know, a new sunset to see in another part of town. Like there's just always something beautiful. So I really want to explore my town even more than ever. And I really want to encourage you to do the same because I don't know, I think it's easy to let our life pass us by when we're at home and really only soak in like relaxation time when we're on vacation and I don't want to do that. So I hope you all like do the same with me and just like explore your town. So many of you guys have been messaging me, telling me all of your like solo dates you've been going on and going to bookstores and thrift stores and going to coffee shops or going to parks and reading and like doing puzzles. And it just makes me so happy because I feel like when I was younger, I never really got to see adults like enjoying their life in a very slow and meaningful way. Like I think I saw a lot of adults traveling or I would see adults who would take care of their families and things, but I didn't really see often people intentionally giving time to the, their selves and like filling up their own cups. So I hope we can all do more of that this year, but I want to get into the episode. And the first thing that I feel like really helps me to be present, which is what this entire episode is about. It's just about how to be present like today, literally starting today. You don't need anything to add to like the 
ability to be present other than the things I'm going to share. The first thing that helps me be present is to be grateful for what you have. I think when we're looking to our left or our right or all over, it is so, so easy for us to feel like we don't have enough. We aren't enough. We need more of X, Y, and Z. We need to go, you know, somewhere new. But I promise you, you have everything that you need already to be happy. You don't need anything else. But I feel like the biggest thing that helps with like appreciating where you are and being present in where you are is to be grateful for what you have because without that gratitude for what you have, I feel like it's so easy to look towards the future and think like, well, in the next year, like I'll move to a new house or a new apartment, or maybe next year I'll have more friends, or maybe next year I'll have, you know, a better job or more money, or maybe next year I'll have a better car. And all of these things will make me have a better life. But I truly promise you from being someone who literally at one point, I kid you not, I think I've told you guys this story before. I, or maybe I haven't, I don't know. I had an apartment once where I literally didn't have money to keep my water on. And my niece brings it up pretty frequently because she used to come visit me every summer in Kirksville, Missouri, when I was in school. And she came to visit me one summer. And I remember I had just moved apartments. And you know, when you move apartments, you have to pay like first month's rent and last month's rent along with like, I think the rent for that month or something. And I was just like so broke. I had a job where I was working 40 hours a week and I was also a waitress and working like 20, 30 hours. Like I just was working so much. I was working overnights at some jobs and so tired while still trying to keep up with school, which was just maddening. I don't even know how I did it. I really didn't do it, honestly. I did all the things terribly along with taking care of my own well-being. But that summer when she like was coming to visit, one thing that I just knew I wasn't going to be able to do was have enough money to like do anything. Like I wanted to take her to the fair. I didn't have enough money for that. And I didn't have enough money to like turn my water on. And so I literally had no water and I had to go over to Brady's house and get buckets of water in his like beat up old truck and fill up the buckets of water and dump them into my like toilets to flush them, which now looking back, I mean, obviously that was a hard time in my life and probably one of the most like broke times that I was. There was another time where I also was pretty broke. And I remember I got this credit card for Walmart and literally I think I spent $400 on groceries just because I hadn't had groceries in so long in my house. And that was also a terrible, terrible idea. But thinking back to all those moments when I didn't have enough money for water or electricity or for groceries or whatever, I feel like I was looking forward to like obviously a better life. Like I would say, you know, whenever I get out of college, like I'll be able to get a better or nicer house. I'll be able to get X, Y, and Z. And then I think to when I actually got those things, I got them and like I got a car and I wasn't walking to work anymore. I wasn't working two jobs anymore. After a few years, I moved up in a position and became a manager. I obviously had water and electricity and food. And I got all those things that I just like really was like, if I get those things, 
I'll be able to like relax and be present and be happy. And I got all of those things. And immediately I started thinking about what I wanted next. And the next thing was, okay, well now I have an apartment, but I want to buy a house. And now I have a car, but I want to buy a better car. And now I have, you know, a job where I'm only working 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week. And I'm not working two jobs, but I want to move up in management. And it's so easy for us to just think towards the future and not live in the now. And I think the more you're grateful for what you have now, because there will always, always, always be something better. The more grateful you are for what you have right now will help you to just be present in your this moment today. And the next thing that helps me to be present is to romanticize the little moments. And I talk about this a lot, but I think one like tactical thing that helps me to romanticize my moments is to think about the like teeny tiny minute things that happened today that just like made me happy. And like one thing today I can think of is whenever I got some packages in the mail, that made me smile. But also the woman who dropped them off, she's so nice. And she always leaves Bane with like a little dog treat. And she's always like, here, it's for my buddy, which he literally just barks his head off. Like whenever she comes to the house, he like literally, I'm, she always calls him her buddy, but like he has never once made her feel like they're besties like ever. And she always leaves a little dog treat for him, which is so sweet and it makes me smile. And just thinking about like things as small as that or as small as like the sun was shining today and I went outside and it felt so warm on my skin and I was able to like relax my shoulders or I don't know, even just talking to you guys and having a space where I can come and like hang out. I feel like there's so many small things that you already have in life that or are happening to you in life that are so easily overlooked because they happen so often. But I feel like when I think back to past Shaughnessy and like the Shaughnessy who didn't have water or who didn't have groceries, it is so easy for me to just like take that for granted now and not like romanticize the, I don't know, ability that I have to just like go into my cabinet and grab groceries or go into my bathroom and flush my toilet um, I feel like the more that you romanticize the tiny, minute, small things, the more it'll just make you feel very present where you are and you won't be looking towards the future or looking at the past and you'll just be able to appreciate the now. And the next thing that helps me to be present today is to do absolutely nothing at all. And I want to say that again, like do absolutely nothing at all. Just like be present. It is so rare, I think, for us as humans to feel like it's normal or okay to just do nothing. And I feel like I, I don't know, I've been trying to do this more often, but it's definitely hard because in my head, I always think, okay, well, I need to like schedule my little time to do nothing or schedule time to do this or that because, you know, life is so busy. But when we were on vacation in Mexico, we didn't set an alarm and both of us woke up and we were talking about how refreshed and relaxed we felt after being like in Mexico. But the biggest thing that made us feel so refreshed and relaxed was that we did not have like time constraints where we need to wake up at a certain time or we need to go to bed at a certain time or we needed to you know, only relax for 20 minutes a day. And I know that it's hard to make time to do nothing. I know it's hard to even think about having the ability to do nothing. But I think that we should just really try to be very intentional with our time and 
for me, I don't like, I don't think I easily can just do nothing. Like I feel like I need to be reading or listening to music or something like that. But when you're doing nothing, you'll realize you actually are doing something. So like whenever I try to just relax without anything that's like taking my attention away from what I'm doing in the moment, if I were to go outside and sit in the grass, sitting in the grass and touching grass and having the sun on my face and breathing deeply and looking around at the birds and hearing the bugs chirp or, you know, the birds fly over me or, you know, the fish flop around in the water because we live on the lake. All of those things are things that I can easily take for granted and not really notice. But when you're doing nothing, you actually are doing something. You're noticing the things around you, which I think helps you be more present in your life. So definitely try to do nothing. I know that it's very hard to do, but it's one thing I'm working on. And I hope you will with me. The next thing that helps me to be present today and can help you be present today is to smile. And it feels weird to smile when maybe you don't feel like smiling, but the more you smile when you're not happy, the more your body will be kind of tricked into feeling like you are happy because that motion in your face only happens when you're in like a good mood or feeling joy. So try to smile to just focus on being more present and joyful and happy in your day. And the next thing that helps me to be present is to connect with nature. I kind of talked about that a little bit already, but for me, connecting with nature just makes me realize that there's something much bigger than me out there and it makes my problems feel so minuscule. Like when I'm outside and seeing like nature just naturing, it is hard for me to be like, man, there's a tree in my front yard that hasn't been picked up yet that's stressful. You know what I mean? Like it kind of just takes away the stress and it makes you realize that every problem you have is so small in comparison to like, I don't know what may or may not happen in the future and what has happened in the past. And it helps me realize like I got through things in the past and I'm going to get through things in the future. And 10 years from now, I'm probably going to be sitting outside my backyard in the grass with the sun on my face and probably going to have a problem that I'm feeling like is hard or terrible. And I'm going to get through it just because that's what happens in life. Like you just get through things. So it really helps me whenever I connect with nature, just to be present and to be grateful and to let go of stress. And the next thing that helps me to be present is to listen to the sounds around you. And I think that this also connects with nature. So I won't go into that too much, but I feel like the more I listen to what's around me, the less like my, I don't know, the less chatter is going on in my head or the little schedules that I have that are running around in my head of what I need to do and who I need to see and who I need to be and where I need to go and like what the future holds. All of that I feel like falls away. And the next thing that helps me to be present is to stop, observe my thoughts and breathe. I feel like this is a big one because observing your thoughts I think is something that's so important because your thoughts are not always telling you the truth. Like what you're thinking about yourself, what you're thinking about the future, what you're thinking about the people around you or how they view you or what you're thinking about your job or how your boss views you or your boyfriend or girlfriend views you. Sometimes that's not true. And so sometimes we really have to sit back and look at our thoughts and ask ourselves, is this actually accurate? And a lot of the time it's not. 
And I think one way to like really check yourself and figure out like if your thoughts are actually accurate when you're observing them is to ask yourself who told you that. So if you're feeling like maybe you won't be as successful as you always hoped you would be, or maybe you're feeling like, I don't know, you're ugly or you're not unique or you're not interesting, you're annoying. I think the best thing that helps me really break down and observe my thoughts is when I ask who told me that, because for one, maybe someone did tell me I was ugly or annoying or wouldn't be successful. And it helps me pinpoint, okay, this person said it, is that person's like, I don't know, is that person's, uh, what's the word? Like, opinion valid to me? Like, would I want to take their advice? And if the answer is no, then like, just shrug that off your shoulder. And if the answer is yes, then ask yourself why. And if you ask yourself, you know, if who told you those things that you're thinking and no one told you those things, maybe society told you, or maybe you inherently just feel like that is truth. Then I think that that's something to work on within yourself. And it helps you realize like what you need to work on within yourself. The next thing that helps me to be present is to pay attention when you're with your loved ones. And this could be your partner. It could be your friends. It could be your family. I think it's so easy to just be so like taken out of where we are to think about like everything else that's going on in life. And I actually have a really hard time with this. Like when I'm with my family or when I'm with my friends, I have a hard time thinking about my to-do list because having this job be like my full-time job is an absolute dream come true. And I never thought that I would be able to like create and hang out with you guys as an actual job. But with that comes so many growing pains because I don't know what I'm doing. And I think I've talked about that a little bit on like the first couple episodes of this podcast, but with everything, there's a learning curve and there's really no guidebook for like how to do this. So I kind of just have to figure out things on my own and whenever I am going on vacation, I don't have like an assistant or anything where I can like give them tasks to do while I'm gone. And so a lot of things pile up. And I find that when I'm with friends and family, I get overly stressed about like what I have to do or what I haven't finished or what I need to finish. And it's just kind of irrational in a way, because obviously as humans, I'm not going to work every single day until 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 7 p.m. But I might be at dinner with a friend at 7 and just thinking like, oh my gosh, I probably should be working on X, Y, and Z. When in reality, if I was home, I wouldn't be doing that. And so that's definitely something I am trying to work on more. But I think what helps me be more present is to just really pay attention to what they're saying and pay attention to them, what they're going through or how I can just like be a better friend to them or just like connect and laugh and just be joyful together. I think that that just helps me stay in the moment. And the last thing that helps me to be present and will help you to be present today and every day is to just pause your screen time on your television or your phone or just anything that takes you away from where you are in the moment. And I think for me, I always feel like you want everything to be a healthy balance, whether that's reading books. And I do say that because sometimes people think like, oh, you can't read too many books, but I think you can always do too much of something. Like you could do too much shopping, you could have too much television time, too much phone time, you could have too much podcast time or whatever, like reading time. I I feel like 
we always want to do things in moderation and it's very easy for us to feel like because something in society is not deemed as quote unquote bad that it isn't bad like example reading i feel like is just a very positive good thing people talk about or gardening things like that but if you're using something as a tool to just like hide and not like engage with the world. I think that that can be unhealthy. So really just think about your hobbies and how you're using them and make sure that you're using them in a healthy way, which I feel like most of us are. I mean, as humans, like it is easy to hyper fixate on something and do it so often because it does make us feel good. But we also want to make sure that we're working through the things that maybe we're hiding from while we're doing those things that are making us feel good. So make sure that you're pausing your screen time, television time, phone time, or whatever maybe you're using to like ward off bad feelings and work through those things. Or, you know, maybe just make sure that you're like doing your hobbies at an equal balance of like connecting with people in real life. And those are all the things that help me be present and will hopefully help you to be present as well. And I really hope you guys have just been enjoying um, the podcast. It is so nerve wracking just to share my thoughts and feelings in a way that is like so new to me. Like it hasn't been that long that I've been doing this. So I still definitely get nervous whenever I chat, but I feel like I've been getting more and more comfortable just like every day. So let's get into some of the questions that you guys asked recently because I feel like you guys always have really good questions and really dig deep into like, I don't know, things I wouldn't think to even ask. So one of the things you guys asked is how do you know that someone is right for you? And I think the biggest thing that helps me know whether someone is good like friend or good partner or whatever is to really listen to my gut. I feel like when I meet someone, there's something in my heart that like just feels either good or it feels bad. And you just kind of get those feelings. Like sometimes they're yucky, like when you meet someone and sometimes they're just like super happy, like you're doing cartwheels in your heart. And I feel like we just know. And I feel like the more you're with someone, the more you learn to trust someone the more you get to see like how they are in different situations, whenever they go out to eat, how are they treating the waiters and waitresses? Or, you know, what kind of conversations are you guys having and how are they healing or growing or how are they like, I don't know, just like connecting with you. I feel like we like know deep down who is good for us and who isn't, but I think sometimes we don't want to actually say who's good for us and who's not. So That's one thing that I really do whenever I meet someone new is just really check my heart. And I feel like that's like one of the easiest ways to figure out whether someone is good for you or not. And someone asked, how did you ask Brady out or did he ask you out? What was the date like? And Brady actually asked me out by like my friend took me to a park in my hometown and he came to the park and I was sitting on this little like I don't know what those like jungle gym things that you crawl up on. They're like circular. I was sitting up on one and he just like came to the park and he had some flowers and I've always been just like a, I want to swoon for everything. Like I am a huge hopeless romantic and I always will be. And he has always known that. And so him showing up with flowers, he literally asked me like, will you be my girlfriend? Like it was like a whole thing. And I still am so grateful for it. And I remember that feeling when I first became his girlfriend. And 
I just will never forget it. And he's always been someone who's just like really leaned into my romantic side because he knows that I love that and it makes me so happy. So yeah, he asked me out. It was at a park. Him and my best friend at the time, we kind of set it up. And just to get into the last little segment, because I don't have too much time left, but the books that I finished are books that honestly, a lot of the books I've been reading are kind of mid. They haven't been amazing lately. I finished Only Love Can Hurt Like This by Paige Toon, which was pretty good, but it wasn't like amazing. It was rated three out of five by me. It was okay. Also read Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune, which I rated 2.5 out of five. Again, another okay book. It wasn't like insane. It was just all right. And, or it wasn't, um, like amazing. It was just all right. And then, um, I read same time next summer by Annabelle Monaghan, which I absolutely loved. And I read the summer I turned pretty, which I absolutely loved. And I actually wanted to read the whole series before the show comes out on the 14th, but I genuinely do not know if I'm going to be able to finish that because like it's so soon. And by the time this episode comes out, it will be the 14th. So the new season will be out. And I just don't know if I'm going to get to it. So we'll see. I've been on this kick where I like want to read all the books that are like being turned into movies, but I feel like so many books are being turned into movies so fast. I literally cannot keep up. So I'll just have to read them as I go. I will say I haven't watched TV in such a long time. And last night, Brady and I watched an episode of Black Mirror. I forgot how wildly like weird that show is. Um, and also how much I love reading more than TV. So I probably won't even really watch the shows that come out from these books. I don't know why I even like try to read them before they come out. But I hope you really enjoyed this episode on how to be present, and I hope you guys just really soak in everything I shared and just take this as a little bestie moment. And I love you most more than anyone you know. Well, I love you a lot. (laughs) Maybe not. But uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye, guys.